Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Friday, October 16th. I'm your host, Sermon Sandu, and I'm excited to have you join us on today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by F5 Media. to start us off this morning, our first story comes from the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, which just approved a new provision for the Dodd-Frank Act of 2010. This provision will limit how much speculators can bet in 16 specific markets, which include metal, agriculture, and energy. Ultimately, these limits should stop speculators from being able to influence market prices, and the timing is important here, given that lawmakers believe that these bets caused massive price increases during the Great Recession back in 08. As for our second story today, let's move away from the American stock market and head over internationally, where the company who owns South Korean boy band BTS just debuted its IPO. The company is called Big Hit Entertainment, and they're off to a great start as shares increased by 91% on their first day, bringing the company's value to about $8 billion U.S. dollars. Now, while investors are excited about the company, many are worried about how reliant they are on BTS for revenue, as the band brings in almost 90% of all sales. Moving forward, it'll be interesting to see how the company looks to diversify, given that the entertainment industry has been heavily impacted by the pandemic. Now to switch gears here for our third story, Twitter took another step yesterday to reduce misinformation as they decided to block users from posting links to a New York Post article, which alleges that former Vice President Joe Biden was involved in illegal activities. The article alleged that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, exchanged emails which included information that described a meeting between Mr. Biden and a Ukrainian energy group during his vice presidency. This information was released by allies of President Trump and was supposedly found on a laptop by a computer repair person. Twitter made the argument that posting this article violated their rules on hacked materials, and now the Senate Judiciary Committee plans to issue a subpoena for Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, forcing him to testify on October 23rd. With that in mind, the Biden campaign has contested all of these claims. Now, speaking of Joe Biden, the second presidential debate was supposed to happen last night, but was canceled after President Trump refused to debate virtually. However, some interesting events did transpire as the moderator for the debate, Steve Scully, was just suspended by the news outlet C-SPAN. Mr. Scully had apparently lied about his Twitter account being hacked after sending a controversial tweet to Anthony Scaramucci, a former White House communications director. He admitted that he sent it out after a buildup of frustration and after being attacked on social media and being called out by President Trump. C-SPAN did not make it clear how long Mr. Scully would be suspended, but thought he might be able to return and contribute to the company after, quote, some distance from this episode. In place of the debates, voters yesterday had to choose between watching either candidate's town hall as both events were scheduled for the same time. Now, President Trump was in Miami for his town hall while Joe Biden was in Philadelphia, and there were some heated moments as NBC News host Sarah Guthrie grilled President Trump about the coronavirus. On the other hand, Mr. Biden was asked questions about what he would have done differently had he been in office. The former vice president also made it very clear that he would decriminalize marijuana and push for police and sentencing reforms if elected. Moving forward, the candidates will meet for their final debate next week. Anyways, folks, that wraps up today's episode. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we look forward to catching you right and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.